Hey, Rust friends, I'm Meridian Fierro. On this episode of the Rust Friends podcast, while WWE and AEW continue to run shows during a pandemic, wrestlers continue to test positive for COVID-19. Clash of Champions gave us great moments this weekend, some involving WWE Hall of Famers. And we are a few days away from NXT TakeOver. We're super excited to see Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship. And of course, our women. Io Shirai will put her championship on the line against Candice LeRae. All right, rest friends, let's talk about wrestling. You're listening to the Rest Friends Podcast, hosted by Oridian Fierro and Teddy Chavez. Hey, Rest Friends. My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And we are your Rest Friends back again. It's a new week. We got new episode of the Rest Friends podcast. New cheese man on Twitter, Rest Friend, right? Oh my gosh, so much <laughs> cheese man. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. How are you, Rest Friend? I'm okay. Um, I can't really, I can't really complain because I know things can be worse. You know, they yeah. can be worse out there. Um it just sucks because we're literally still in the middle of a pandemic. COVID is still ruining our lives. But um, I'm not going to lie, I've been a little bit bad and I've been going out a little bit more to hang out with like my primos. Yeah. Not in huge gatherings. It's They're not parties, but still. Yeah. Um. So yeah, now this week I'm trying to stay home and not do anything. Yeah. Unfortunately. The last time I saw you was like my birthday, which was like two, three weeks ago. And that was like because you were in the car. Like I caught a glimpse yes. of you. And yes. like we literally haven't seen each other, like haven't been like together in months. And I'm just like, <gasps> I was telling Mario, it's rest friend withdrawal syndrome. And it's a, yeah. real, it's a real thing. You know, I, I just checked. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> you did your research? I did my research. Yeah. I don't just be talking, guys. <laughs> I know my stuff. Okay. No, but I'm just like, I don't even know what day it is, what time is it? And it doesn't help that I don't have a job right now. So at least when I had a job, I could still like have a schedule kind of like, oh, okay, I'm going to do restaurants after this. But like now I just wake up at whatever time, do whatever I have to do at home. And then maybe I'll go out. But it's just like, I'm exhausted from being at home. But like, I don't want to go outside. And it's just like, I need a middle. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally get it. I'm the same way. Um, I also don't have a job. So it's like my schedule is so different. I'm a morning person. I love to wake up early, yeah. but I go to sleep too late. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, uh, I am so ready to get back on a schedule. I'm so ready to like every week be like, okay, this week I'm going to go over to my restaurant's house and yeah. we're going to record and we're going to, do you remember that? Do you yes. remember when we were like, <laughs> okay, so are you coming over or am I going over? Like, yeah. I miss that so much. Oh, it's just the the missing of the routine, the missing of the schedule, because we did used to see each other maybe twice, three times a week. And now we yeah. don't see each other at all unless like maybe we have like a video chat. Um, but I I hope things start to get better because I can't. <laughs> I know. Same. I, I can't either. And then like not only did we see each other because we were like recording and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we would go to wrestling shows, yeah. which was something that helped us so much. Like, I don't know, if we were having a bad time, we would we would look forward to going to these wrestling shows. And now it's like, there's wrestling shows, but we're 100% not going to be there. We're not trying to go. <laughs> we're not, hell no. But you know what? Especially wrestling. Oh, go ahead. 
I was just I was just gonna say, especially after these outbreaks out here. Mm-mm. Yes, a thousand percent because of these outbreaks. Because you know, it's not just. I, I do think that independent shows do have a little bit of, of do have to take a little bit of the blame, right? Because um, AEW recently had a an a little. I want I don't want to say little outbreak because we don't know. They don't. They're not gonna put all these. Their business out here. Um, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful and John Alba from Sports 360s gave a little bit of a, a quote. And they said multiple wrestlers and talent present at AEW Wrestling's September 9th tapings tested positive for COVID-19 in the two weeks since. We were not told if these tests were separately conducted or if they were conducted and diagnosed at either set of tapings. There were others we've heard are ill or showing symptoms, but we're unsure if they've tested positive. And Lance Archer, Lance Archer went on Twitter and he said that he had COVID. And a lot of AEW talent is still doing independent shows. And we don't know how the the COVID testing is in these independent shows. A lot of people we do see aren't socially distanced. Some don't require masks. Um, how are you feeling about this restaurant? You see, this is where, okay, we always talk about how Tony Khan is such an easygoing boss, right? Well, we don't talk about that, but they're, um, but his, his wrestlers talk about that. People, uh, wrestlers that are employed by AEW talk about how easygoing he is and they love working with AEW because they're allowed to work in other companies, you know, independent companies. And I love that, but I feel like this is where Tony Khan needs to get strict. This is where he's like, you know what, guys? You have a contract with me, so you're going to stay with me during COVID. During COVID, you're only allowed to be here. If you want to work somewhere else, let me know. You're not allowed here. Because... It sounds mean, but them going to different wrestling shows around different people, you're exposing yourself. Like, look at Lance Archer. You know, he tested positive because he was, it, it was it here in, in Illinois that they were at? Was it for Warrior Wrestling here or was it in Indiana? Um, It might have, I'm not sure, but it probably was here. Well, anyway, it was an independent show. And Lance Archer has to be um, dynamite every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So that's too much. He's exposing himself too much. These wrestlers are exposing themselves too much. And I know that they have to work. They have to make their money. But I feel like, you know, and Tony Khan needs to be like, not right now, guys. Right now, you're only with me and that's it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think Tony Khan literally had to be like, guys, we're in a pandemic. It's real, real dangerous. I know that we test you know, that our testing um, standards are really, really high here. And I don't know what they have over there. So I'm going to have you guys pause on doing independent shows while this pandemic is happening. Um, mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's just like people who go to the wrestling shows, like that's one thing, right? And wrestlers, you know, they choose. Maybe they don't have a job. Maybe wrestling is their only income. And I understand that the need is there. But, oh man, it's just, it's too much of a risk for me. I feel like in a perfect, not the perfect wrestling world, because in the perfect wrestling world, obviously COVID would be gone and we'd be going to wrestling shows yeah. and stuff. <laughs> but right now during COVID in the perfect wrestling world, I think what needs to happen, what should happen is that all these wrestling shows need to stop, including WWE and AEW, yeah. because we are still in the middle of a pandemic and they're, and they're treating it like it's getting better when it's not. Everyone's treating it like it's getting better, even yeah. though it's not. Like I said, I didn't go out for months and now here I am visiting my primos and it's like, 
we shouldn't be doing this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, WWE, there's talks about them possibly going back to crowds soon. AEW is little by little bringing in people. And it's like, can we stop for a minute? Can we, you know, we don't need new wrestling for like, if uh, football football fans, basketball fans, Mm -hmm. um, soccer fans, hockey fans did it for a while. Baseball fans, they didn't have their favorite sports on TV for a while. Us wrestling fans can live without it as well for a while. Yeah. And it's not just uh, AEW. It's not just a lot of the indie shows. Uh, WWE had a, a outbreak in the performance center, and that really affected their tapings, their training. And um, do you remember when I mentioned that I was watching NXT and I was like, oh, I hear sound effects. That's weird because there was nobody in the crowd. That was a reason because there was an outbreak and they didn't want people in the crowd. Yes. I'm just yes. like, oh, my God. You people are are being very they're starting to let their walls down. They aren't being as careful as they once were. And we knew that WWE wasn't the best at testing in the first place. So for this to happen, I'm not surprised. Am I upset it keeps happening? Yes, because it doesn't need to happen. We don't need wrestling right now, guys. And this all comes back to like, if we had stricter um, rules set in place at the beginning before everything happened, we're like so many months into this goddamn quarantine. If we yeah. would have had like a real strict, like two months, everybody stay your ass home. We are giving you your government checks. Everything's going to be fine. We, we can have, you know, elderlies in the morning, go to the groceries. And then you guys afterwards, <laughs> we're going to be fine. But no, it's goddamn Halloween. And we're over yeah. here still in a pandemic. And they're saying, oh, we might get another wave. I'm not ready for that rest friend. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not either mentally, physically, everything. I'm not ready for that either. I, we could have done so much better. We, we look at Florida opening bars again. Oh my God. I don't even want to talk about Florida. I'm so mad. (laughs) Man, I, I just, this country just keeps showing that we're literally the worst fucking country on this planet. Like we're the worst. We're so we're, we're the terrible. Worst. We're rest friend. I like. Are you embarrassed? Every every Fourth of July was the only time that I kind of wore red, white, and blue. But if I had to wear a flag any other time, I'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm wearing a flag right now. Like it's one thing to have like your Mexican flag because I would wear that all day, you know. Um, but like, if I have to wear an American flag, I'm like, oh my God, I hope people aren't looking at me because I'm wearing red, white, and blue. People probably think I'm a racist. Like, <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned that because you know how, like, even, you know, there's stories about how, um, when you, when as kids you would go to Mexico and you would tell your primos that, you know, you live from the U.S. and they'd be like, oh my God, it is allá del norte, da, 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 da. And it was cool. And nowadays you tell them you're you don't want to tell them you're no, American. No. They're going to be like, oh, <laughs> they don't give sí. a shit. The president que tienen allá, el Trump. Yes. Like, <laughs> so no, mad. yes, it is. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this country. It's giving me so many opportunities, right? But well, we're just not in a not, great place, guys. <laughs> yes, it's not the country. It's the people <laughs> that are in it. <laughs> so, yes, it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. And I hope we learn from this. I really hope that we do. And that we have... Best friend. Best friend. (laughs) Stop. I'm I'm trying to be optimistic. (laughs) I really hope that next time we have a goddamn pandemic, 
The government is ready to hand out checks and let old people in the grocery stop, in the grocery shops in the morning, you know, like. Chris, friend, you have people freaking protesting about having to wear masks. They're like, no, we don't want to wear masks. <laughs> white people. Like, they're out on the streets. Well, yeah, right. People, white people. Um with their signs talking about, I can't breathe. <laughs> Listen, I'm still at the grocery store looking at people with their mask just covering their mouth and not their nose. Yes. I'm like, guys, we are five months into this. They show you how to yes. wear a mask. You know how to wear it. I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> I need I need everyone listening to know your mask go over your nose as well, you guys. If you are with someone that is wearing their mask under their nose, Grow some balls and tell them to put the mask over their nose. I had to do it. I had to do it Are with my cousin's Was best friend. I'm like, Jules, you better put the motherfucking mask over your nose. Stop, Julian. <laughs> Was wearing it wrong? Yes. I cannot. Jules. Mm-hmm. So, best friend. Not, not, not trying to call him out like that, but I'm just saying, like, but like he that put was, it. He it did an, it after I told him. It was an example. Uh, yes, he learned. Yeah, he learned his lesson. Um, maybe at least just around me. Maybe when he's not around me, he's... <laughs> no, but um, yeah, you guys, please wear your mask correctly. And wear your mask everywhere you go. Even when you're pumping gas, you have to wear your mask. Yeah. Even when you're... You're pumping gas. Don't even think about looking at me if you're not wearing a mask. Yes, In your please. thoughts, you need to be wearing your mask. In your thoughts? Like, that's <laughs> what... <laughs> what's that going to do? It's going to filter, restaurant, filter ideas, I guess. Moving okay. on to Clash of Champions. Rest friend, there was some intense moments. In the very first match of the night, we had a triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship belts. I say belts because Sami Zayn still has his <laughs> original belt from when he didn't want to come back after COVID. Is that what it was? Yes, that's oh. why there's two belts. So Sami Zayn, you know how... When COVID started, he's like, no, 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 I'm staying my ass home. Y'all cannot make me go to work. And then WWE was like, all right, we will unmake you champion. <laughs> <laughs> so then they had the whole tournament and AJ won, but then Jeff uh, won the title from him. So this past weekend, we saw this ladder match for the official to crown the official champion of, of you know, that belt. So we saw some mm -hmm. crazy moments. Sami Zayn was the star of this mattress friend. It was intense. It was fun. It was energetic. At one point, Sami Zayn almost gave me a heart attack. He brought out handcuffs. He opened up a handcuff, cuffed it to the ladder, grabbed Jeff Hardy's earlobe, and then handcuffed Jeff Hardy's ear to the ladder. Like, what? Oh wow. Restaurant, I've never seen anything like this in my whole life. My anxiety was at an all-time high. I was like, oh, if they rip out Jeff's ear right now, I I will I can't. I won't be that's going to be in my brain forever. And That is some kinky shit. <laughs> I'm tell you. People some people would, would be very into some this. Some people were like, "Oh, like <laughs> Um and then Jeff Hardy gets in the ring. Well, he has to hold on to the ladder and try right. to climb the the ladder. I'm just like, "Oh, I could not, like, mm -mm, it was not happening. And then Sami Zayn handcuffed himself to AJ Styles so AJ couldn't climb without Sami. It was just handcuffs everywhere. Handcuffs city, rest friend. Right, uh-huh. 
I'm going to send you this picture of poor Jeff Hardy. I really thought they were going to yes, rip out his ear. Yeah. And it being Jeff Hardy, I thought he would have been all on board. Like, I was like, was this Jeff's idea? Jeff needs to stop doing this because he was flying and flipping all over all over the place. Like, I understand he is like one he's of a hardcore man. Rush he's friend. like the king of him and Matt are like the king of like ladder matches. Right. Like we can mm-hmm. we can say that. But you can stop doing this, Jeff. You getting a check, my dude. You like, you know how. No, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's like, look. First of all, I'm hardcore ED. Second of all, I'm trying to entertain you. Were you not entertained? I was so no, entertained, but Hardy. I was also worried. <laughs> I was telling you my were mom, more worried. Yes, I was like, mom, I've had a crush on this man since I was a little kid. Like this man has always been so beautiful to me, and since then he's always been Gorgeous giving me heart man. attacks because he's always just been doing too much. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I'm all for it. <laughs> well, Jeff Hardy didn't even win the match. Sami Zayn won. And he was like, oh, I never lost a belt in the first place. I didn't have to regain anything, Kayla. Get out my face. And because Kayla was the one interviewing, you know. What happens to Jeff Hardy now? Because I thought oh they, my gosh. So- they renewed his contract. And I'm like, okay, well, I- they renewed it because he's going to continue to be the champ. And now, no, right. he's not. Well, I know I did read about, okay, that he, they renewed his contract, right? And mm-hmm. he said that once there's a crowd again, his song, yes, no his more words. original theme song, yes, was going to be back. Like they were going to start using it again. Yeah. And that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that's what was said on the table and that's what made him say, okay, I'm resigning. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Jeff will let you. He's like, you know what? You could take my belt. I need my goddamn theme song back. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you oh, that, that I man. thought that this song was specifically sung by Jeff? Because, you know, he's got like a band and like he sings every yeah. now and then. I thought that this was him singing. Oh, rest friend. If we're going to we're gonna talk about, I thought this I thought this wrestler sang his own theme song. <laughs> There's so many. I literally grew up thinking I was 21 years old thinking Triple H was singing his own theme song. Um, <laughs> I was 21 years old. Like literally, Sergio was the one that burst out that bubble. He's the one that told me. He's like... Triple H doesn't, I'm like, how are you going to tell me Triple H doesn't sing his own theme song? Triple H sings his own theme song. And he's like, that's Motorhead. And I'm like, you're like, what are you talking about? How are you going to tell me? I am a WWE fan. And he's like, (laughs) staring at me like, God damn, you're so dumb. I forgot who else I thought sang their own theme song, but Triple H was like the main one that I can remember because it really, to me, it sounds like Triple H. The one that uh, always gets everyone is uh, the Big Show. Because they're like, you don't tell me he doesn't say, well, like, you're going to tell me he doesn't say that? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Restaurant. I I was mind blown. I am still mind blown to this day. You know what? It's confusing because we grew up with like Shawn Michaels singing his own theme song. Right. Shawn Michaels. John Cena. Cena. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, so everybody, you know, you have to be. Working it if you're a WWE superstar. You got to act. You got to sing. The Disney Channel triple threats up in here, you know? <laughs> but you know, but you know what? You know what? John Cena is a man that does do it all anyway. He sings his own theme song. Oh, he yeah. goes out there and does his own promos. Mm-hmm. He wrestles in jorts. In jorts, um, yes. He has over 500 Make-A-Wish wishes. Oh my God, yes. He's the one that has granted um, most wishes in make and Make-A-Wish. Yes. Oh my God. He, he's in movies. Best friend, I forgot to tell you about my John Cena moment. We have not talked about this on the podcast yet. So John Cena 
rights. This is where I was going, referring. You kind of ruined the moment. (laughs) I was literally going through the list of things John Cena does, and I'm I'm wearing my movies. I'm wearing my camo hoodie right now. Like he's doing his his own stuff, you know. And I was gonna be like, okay, he's in movies. I said, and um, I forgot what was the last thing I was gonna say before, and I was gonna say, and he gives shout outs to restaurant Edie. You ruined the moment, restaurant. But I I get it. It's okay. You're excited. (laughs) You're excited. I I freaked out. So John Cena. Talk about your John Cena moment. John Cena writes this children's book. um, And this, it's it's called Elbow Grease. And it's about this little truck. And John Cena, like, is a fucking author. And I'm just, like, so impressed. Because John Cena has literally, I, I love him as a wrestler because he really, represented the brand like you thought of wwe you thought of john cena um and that was just for me growing up and he became an actor he was still doing um singing for a little bit and now that he's an author i'm just like oh my god john cena you know he's still up there one of my favorites and he had this this thing going on where you could get a shout out so if you purchased his book um which i did john cena would thank you in a video and best friend i was not about to miss this opportunity <laughs> about getting a shout out from john cena so um uh-huh. i got <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me so i bought an autographed version of the children's book and um Aww. because oh my god i just love him so much so i bought the autographed version and john cena sent me a thank you and you guys can listen to it right here Iridian, hey, John Cena here. I wanted to say thank you so much for supporting Elbow Grease Fast Friends. Hope you enjoy. Russ Fred, I sent this to you, and the moment I saw it, like the video, like my body went numb, okay? I spilled my coffee. There was a lot going on. I was—I thought I was having a stroke because my left arm would not unnumb itself. Um, I went to my mom, and mom's like, ay, mija, mira que bonito. You know, like my mom was like, ay, John Cena, dijo tu nombre. Like she was super excited. My dad was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my dad, the biggest hater. Oh, my God. Like, my heart is so full. Like, I just love him. He's so nice. I, I wonder if my mom has seen it because she loves John Cena. That is, like, the one wrestler that... If you ask her anything about wrestling, she's just going to say John Cena. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, John Cena. Um, And I think he looks very handsome in that video, Rest Friend. And when I saw it, I was like, why is my Rest Friend posting this? Like, you know, so I unmuted it. And he says, Iridian. And I'm like, what? (laughs) This is so cool. So basically, so if you purchase one of his autographed books, he's going to send you a thank you? Yeah, if if you purchase uh, one of his books... You went to a website and you showed them the receipt. Um, you sent them the receipt and then what the name you wanted to be on the video that John Cena would say. And then you would have to spell it out phonetically in case you had like a weird name, which I had to find out how to spell my name phonetically because it was like so yeah. hard. It was like I-H and then some like weird sounding uh, letters. But a lot of people have been doing it and they like use their Twitter handle um, or they use their Instagram handle. But I was like, no, no, no. I need him to say Iridian. I want John Cena to try. And I knew he was not going to let me down. I was just. Oh no, so he said your name perfectly. Like, like, that was. Okay, Mr. John Cena. John Felix Anthony Cena Jr., sir. I cannot with you right now. <laughs> I cannot. Best friend, how, real quick, how do you feel being a John Cena fan and a Nikki Bella fan? Oh, How's that like? God. It's It's really difficult, but like. 
I'm so happy right now for Nikki that she's posting pictures of her baby, Mateo. He is the most beautiful baby best friend, I swear. Like, that kid is... Such a cute baby. He's adorable, is he not? So adorable. I don't think this... I don't think this about babies much, but... Man, that baby so cute. And I love that she chose a name like Mateo. Like, mm-hmm. what a beautiful name. And she didn't go all out. Um, you know, no shade to Brie and, and Daniel and, and Brian, but um, their names are a little weird. You know what I mean? They're a little white. And Nikki chose a name like Mateo, and I think that's such a beautiful name. Such yes. a beautiful baby. Um, but have we seen many pictures of Brie's baby? Um, every now and then, like, you'll see something of them, like, together. Not like Nikki's, of, like, right? Together. Yeah, not like Nikki. Nikki's like, post, 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 post. This is my She's baby. She's so excited. She's a first-time mom. Yeah, I'm, but I, but I'm also really that's so cute how, like, they literally have their boys a day apart. Yes. Boys a day apart. That is so freaking cute. Oh, my God. They're so cute. They're so adorable. I... It's it's like an internal debate because I really wanted John and Nikki to end up together because in my eyes they were like oh my god the perfect couple um I love them both so much but like seeing what that relationship was um it was a little toxic you know and yeah I was definitely I knew that it wasn't right for both of them because John at the end of the day would have been compromising Nikki at the end of the day would have been compromising and it's like something that you can't you know Nikki really wanted kids. She wanted marriage first, but then John was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll give you marriage. And then after uh, she left, he was like, okay, I guess if you want kids, I'll give you kids. But it's like, I don't, if I want to have kids, I don't want my husband to like, oh, I guess we'll have a kid. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm so, I'm so happy that Nikki didn't settle for less. And that's how it should be, ladies. Yeah. Do not settle for less. If you want what you want, make sure they want to give it to you. Yeah. Not like not like John Cena. He was like, okay, because I love you, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, that's, no. Um, and now look at, she's with Artem, who, when we watch Total Divas, you can just tell in his eyes that he loves this woman. Yeah. He loves her so much. It's the cutest thing ever. It it does make me a little bit like, um, I don't know who this woman is on Dancing with the Stars that dances with him. I don't know her. But I'm like, she needs to, she needs to back off a little bit. <laughs> Um, that's Nikki's man. No, I'm kidding. But you know, that's how him and Nikki really started to fall for each other because yeah. they were dance partners on Dancing with the Stars. But I'm, I don't know. She just looks so happy now. She and does. I'm just like, congrats to, you know, John is doing great things. Nikki's doing great things. But oh my God, Nikki's baby. I love that kid. Like they are so beautiful. And Nikki, I'm just really excited that she gets to experience what she've always she's always wanted this, you know. And Bree talks about how how happy she is for her sister too. And I'm so thankful for Instagram for letting us see these moments. Yeah, well, thankful for them too for sharing so much. Like, you know, there's a lot of celebrities out there that decide not to share much. Like, I don't know what my best friend Baron Corbin's baby looks like because <laughs> he always hides her face. And. You know, Nikki's more of a celebrity. People, a lot of people don't know who Baron Corbin is, but mostly everyone in this fucking world knows who Nikki Bella is. So she shows her baby, and I'm so thankful that she does because he's so adorable. And I love, I'm so nosy. I want to know. <laughs> you know? I know they're, uh, we're, we're both cheese most. We want to know what they look like, what they do, what's happening. Yes. What's the cheese, man? One, one time she was posting on her stories that she was going to show. I forgot what she said she was going to show Nikki. I think she was still pregnant. She's like, I'm going to show you guys. I don't know if it was some type of routine, like her her 
I don't know, some one of her routines of like skincare. I don't remember what it was, right? Yeah. But then she never shared it. And I'm like, excuse me, Nikki. <laughs> Hello. You're like, I was going to share this with us. <laughs> You're waiting. <laughs> Updating. <laughs> Refreshing my page. Like, okay, has Nikki posted on her story? Like, I was about to add her on Twitter. You forgot to post this, Nikki. <laughs> All right, rest friends, it is now time for The Lowdown, hosted by our friend Lo from The Wrestling Windown. Every week, she is going to have a segment here on The Rest Friends Podcast where she talks about her favorite moments, the highlights of WWE. What's up, guys? It's Lo from Wrestling Windown, and you are tuned in to The Rest Friends Podcast. Grab your glass of wine. Here's The Lowdown on This Week in the WWE. The internet went absolutely insane Sunday night during Clash of Champions when Roman Reigns debuted his new ring gear. The big dog is shirtless now and the ladies absolutely love it. So it has been rumored ever since Roman Reigns stepped back into the WWE ring that he would be debuting a new look as well as a new theme song. Still waiting on the theme song but he has debuted this new look and I gotta say the big dog is ripped. Roman Reigns defended his title against Jey Uso at Clash of Champions, and this was one of the matches that I really loved on the card, and it really reminded me of why I love wrestling. These two really tore the house down. They had such an emotional match, and I think a lot of people expected Roman to win this match, but Jey Uso put up a very good fight, and we did see a cameo from his brother Jimmy, who has been out from injury for the last couple months, and he threw in the towel for his brother. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely do not see this storyline ending anytime soon many people are thinking that maybe this will end with the rock versus roman reigns at the upcoming wrestlemania in hollywood but we'll just have to stay tuned and see it seems as though wwe has not figured out to read the room they are continuing forward with the storyline romantic storyline between Aaliyah mysterio and buddy murphy as displayed on monday night raw this week we saw Aaliyah standing up for buddy murphy telling her brother dominic that buddy is not like seth rollins and then slapping her brother and going backstage a lot of people online including myself are not happy with this storyline it's extremely tone deaf and i'm gonna tell you why wwe still employs multiple men who have been accused of being pedophiles and it's been all over the internet and a lot of people feel strongly about it and now they have this storyline with a huge age gap that really doesn't make any sense and yeah Aaliyah is 19 years old but she is young and Buddy Murphy is older and it's weird so I'm not here for the storyline are you guys? Andrade has officially said hasta la vista to his longtime manager, Zelina Vega. Andrade explained his true feelings on Monday Night Raw this week. As we know, Andrade and Angel Garza have been in a tag team for a little bit now, and during Clash of Champions on Sunday night, we saw Angel Garza sustain an injury, and I've been reading online that he went in for an MRI. They're not sure what's wrong as of yet, but it was a very scary situation, and it was very apparent that he was actually injured. The match ended abruptly. We saw Angelo Dawkins he looked really mad about the count since Andrade actually did kick out so there definitely was some miscommunication there hopefully Angel Garza does recover quickly but this leads me to ask where does this leave Andrade he now has no tag team partner he got rid of his longtime manager Zelina who has been competing as a singles competitor lately what happens now this has been your lowdown for this week now back to the rest friends podcast 
Thank you, Lo, for the lowdown. Yes, thank you so much, Lo, for the lowdown. Make sure that you guys go follow The Wrestling Wind Down on Instagram and the podcast for Wrestling Wind Down is available anywhere that you like to listen to your podcasts. Let's get back to um, Clash of Champions. I always want to say Clash of Clans because that game is always everywhere in the ad. I cannot. Um, so another match that really caught my eye was, I thought it was the main event, okay? It was not the main event, but I stopped watching the pay-per-view after this because I forgot that there was a whole nother match. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, because oh, people were still tweeting about it on Twitter. And I'm like, wait, I thought it was over. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't over. Um, so it was Drew McIntyre putting his championship on the line against Randy Orton. And this was intense. Um, Drew had some help from WWE Hall of Famers, rest friend. It really caught me off guard that all of these people were also added into the match because I feel like Drew McIntyre doesn't need the help. Um, but right, I, but I right. also did think that it kind of like helped push a story that like all of these people are coming back because Randy did them wrong because there was disrespect there. You know, Randy Orton was said to be the legend killer and jokes on him because all these legends are still alive, you know, like. So Shawn Michaels came out and uh, he hit the sweet chin music and like threw Randy Orton off the top of the ambulance. And I was like, oh, Randy Orton's dead. You know, it, it was a real Lion King moment. Um, yeah, I saw a video of that. <laughs> Christian came out and I was like, oh, my God, rest friend. Like what's happening? You know, I, I, the first thing when I see Christian and Edge, I think of you, rest friend. Yeah, you um, always text me. You always text me. Even on Monday Night Raw, when I saw Christian, I'm like, oh, my God, rest friend. Christian's on. I you know. have to watch it right now. Um, who else was there? Ric Flair and Big Show were also involved. Um, it made for a good story. I thought it was really, really uh, well played, like timed. I don't know. It was like it played out well in the match, but like it was also timed well. Um, HBK on Monday was like, Drew, I'm sorry if we offended you by getting involved into this match. If you're upset, it was all Rick's idea. You know, blame it on Rick. It, it wasn't us. And I was like, <laughs> Sean, that's something he would say. Yeah, <laughs> but it was um, it was good. Yeah, I I was I tuned into that yesterday on Monday Night Raw because you texted me your like restaurant Christians on TV yeah. with with HBK with Shawn Michaels. I was like, okay, I have to turn it on. So I I saw them and you know Drew McIntyre came out and he was talking about how like not only did he grow up with them but he grew up in his career with them. Like when he started with WWE, they were still on TV. And he was talking about how big, how helpful Big Show was. Mm -hmm. And even Shawn Michaels, when he was in NXT, when Drew McIntyre was in NXT, um, Christian and Ric Flair as well. And I'm just like, how, you know, I, I took a moment to think like, how cool is it that someone like Drew McIntyre has this opportunity yeah. to be in that ring with four legends, you know, Christian and Big Show are going, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be legends someday. And just like Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. So for him to have that moment, I'm pretty sure that even though it was for TV, I'm sure he also took a moment and he was like, holy shit, this is cool as fuck. Yeah, to be able um, to with them at the same time is like, what? Right. And like Randy Orton getting switched in music by Shawn Michaels, who Shawn Michaels hasn't switched in music someone in, you know, in, in months. <laughs> um, that's super cool. That's super cool. That is why I still have a hard time not tuning into WWE because I'm like, a lot of my favorites are still there. You know, Drew yeah. McIntyre is one of my favorites. Um, I still love Baron Corbin. I, I love Bailey. I love Sasha. And, um, but it, yeah, yeah, it's a little tough for me with WWE. But that's really cool that they did that. Yeah. 
And um, I don't know what they're going to do with Drew now. They did something really weird with Randy. Okay, so all the four legends, they were waiting for Drew McIntyre at the end of the night um, in like a little room. They were like playing poker. And next thing you know, the lights go off. And you're just like, what? And you hear a lot of this commotion and you're just like, what's happening? Why does Mr. Randall Orton show up in some night vision goggles wearing a janitor like jumpsuit? I was like, what? what? What's happening? And he like beat up all these people. At the beginning of the night, he had left. He's like, I'm out of here, whatever. And yeah. he comes back just to beat him up. I was like, oh my God, why would you, why would y'all do this? This is making him look weak. I don't need Randy Orton in a janitor outfit with some night vision goggles. This is like, it gave me retribution vibes and I was not here for it. Like, I don't need coverings up. I don't need this. <laughs> Wait, so then he beat up Shawn Michaels in them? Ric Flair? He beat, he, he beat up all of them. Everybody was knocked out. They were like, uh, on the floor when the lights came back on. Oh, hell no, I'm done. <laughs> it sounds like a WWE storyline, though, right? It sounds like a very <laughs> WWE storyline. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. The things I've been reading on Twitter of WWE, I'm like, this is this is WWE. Yep. You're like, this is this is a novella. This is, what's ha- this is what we're yep. getting now. And it happens yep. with, with Murphy and Aaliyah, and it continues oh, to happen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so people are very upset that um, Aaliyah and Murphy are getting put into, like, this romance you know, explain story, who Aaliyah is. Storyline. So Aaliyah Mysterio is the daughter of Rey Mysterio, and mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio and his family have been put into a storyline with Seth Rollins, the Messiah, and with his disciple mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy. So <laughs> the story, <laughs> I can't. The story was, you know, first Dominic and Rey would fight Seth and and Buddy Murphy, and now. They added the daughter, and Ray's daughter is 19 years old. Uh, it's Aaliyah. And Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw posted a picture of the DMs between Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah, where she's like, Oh, happy birthday. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm really sorry everything happened to you. Like, da da da. And it was like six messages in total. But you know, Seth yeah. Rollins milked it. Like, he was like, Could you, but this is your daughter. She has been lying to you. <laughs> And Aaliyah's like, he's not like Seth. <laughs> oh my God, what? I'm like, the first, okay, so the first time they kind of hinted at this was a cage match. And Aaliyah went to kind of go help Buddy Murphy because he was like by the steps. And she's she was kind of checking on him to see if he was okay. And as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, WWE, I know what's going on here. I know y'all guys are going to like put them together. Even though she's 19 and he's like, God damn, how old is he, best friend? Like 30-something, 39? 32, apparently, or something. Oh, if if he's 32 and not 39, I just aged him. (laughs) Yes, you really, really did. (laughs) Well, he's in his 30s, and she's 19. Like, I think this is not a good storyline. Well, maybe... It's not. Maybe if she was older. Maybe if she was, like, 28, 29. Todavía te la doy. Like, okay, kind of. But um, because it is, like involving the Mysterio family. Like, the story of it is good. Was it good to put a 19-year-old kind of in a, like, situation with an older man? After all of these allegations that have happened with your wrestlers tweeting minors and messaging minors, what? Why would you do this? WWE gives zero fucks. We we don't need this. We Okay, okay, I don't watch, right? You guys don't need this. You don't need a storyline 
that involves a 19-year-old and a 32-year-old. I don't care if the genders were reversed. If it was a 19-year-old boy and a 32-year-old woman, it's wrong. She's 19 years old. She's a teenager. She is underage. And not only is she underage, it's not also about, oh, she, she turns 21. Um, I mean, no, she's not, she's not underage, right? Because 18 is... Yeah. Anyway, she, anyway, even if she was drinking. to turn 21, that's still not okay. Yeah. She's still very young. She's a baby. So, man, this is so wrong on so many levels. And when I saw WWE tweeting those text messages, <laughs> I was like, the like the screenshot of the text messages. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, like, what? Did they really just post this after all these screenshots of Dream texting underage boys and Austin Theory and um, Josh Briggs and, <laughs> and have so many other wrestlers. What is wrong with them? Man, I, but, I, I... But you were telling me about somebody else who got involved. <laughs> yes, I have the screenshot right here, right here, where Alexa Bliss... Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. It's not... She retweeted this tweet that I'm talking about, right? Of the text messages, text, text messages thread. She retweeted it and she said, honestly, I don't blame him. LOL. Uh, hashtag shoot your shot, bud. And she's talking about um, Buddy Murphy, right? Which is her ex. And which is her ex. I'm like, okay. And people are like tweeting her like, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? So then someone said, he's 32 and she's 19. And Alexa Bliss said, I just turned 29. My boyfriend is 38. Shrug emoji. I'm like, what? Bitch, how are you going to compare your old ass 29 year old ass and your old ass boyfriend who's 38? Compare yourself to a 19 year old. How, dude? That is so wrong on so many levels. I cannot with white women today, every day, but Jesus, I'm so done with her. She did not need to get involved in the situation. She didn't. She just made herself look like a dumbass. And then like, she's like, I was just trying to, what did she say? Something about, I was just trying to say something nice about my ex. And I'm like, why are you talking mm -hmm. about your ex in the first place? You got a whole ass right. man. Where's Brian Cabrera? Where's Brian Cabrera? Ryan Cabrera must have been pissed. Like, bitch, why are you talking nice about your ex anyway? In the first place, you know? Oh my goodness. That's why she posted that picture with him too. That she said, oh my God, I got to make it up to my man, Ryan Cabrera. And post a picture <laughs> of us. She's like, he's going to be mad at me if I don't. I got to do it now. Oh, my God. She's such a moron. I don't know. That shit, she's dumb as hell for that tweet. Like, I usually don't like talking shit. I mean, I always talk shit, but um, I didn't want to talk shit about her, but she's such a moron for that tweet. Don't don't compare your old ass with a 19-year-old. She did. She did. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she fucking did. She made me so mad. I'm changing brands. We talk about NXT now. <laughs> Let's talk about the next please, please. Um, so last week we had the NXT Women's Battle Royal where Candice LeRae won and became the number one contender. So that gave her a title opportunity against Io Shirai. And we are going to see that this week on NXT TakeOver. I'm super excited. Rest friend, who are you rooting for? I think I know, but just, just tell me. <laughs> um... Oh, you're thinking about it. <laughs> Why, Rusted? I thought it was going to be like a straight shot. Like, I thought I knew that you were going to say Candice LeRae. Well, well, you know what? I don't know. And I'm so excited. I'm going to watch this. When it comes to NXT with the women, mm -hmm. um, unless it's Rhea Ripley, I really do like all of them. I mean, not unless it's, it's, it's 
I made that sound like I remember Rhea Ripley. I love Rhea Ripley. I choose Rhea Ripley over everyone. But I actually love all the women in NXT. But I love EO as well. So I can't really say, okay, but you know what? I think Candice deserves it. I think Candice definitely deserves her her title. Okay, I go for Candice restaurant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made that a little too long. I think <laughs> I just wasn't sure. No, I, I wanted you to be sure, best friend. I think I'm going to go for EO <laughs> just because I want Candice as champion, but as a baby face. <laughs> That's the only reason why. And right, oh now, my goodness. right now, her and Johnny Gargano in the Gargano way, they're doing too much for me. So that's I the, love that's the only reason I love them. <laughs> I love them as heels. <laughs> but an, I love them as heels. Another match that I'm really looking forward to is going to be Finn Balor versus Finn Balor. Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I am so so excited for this match. Last, so excited. Last week really hyped me up because they had, what was it, like an eliminator, a, a gauntlet eliminator match. And Kyle showed up and showed out, rest friend. I was like, okay, Kyle. I was here for it. I I love that man so much. So much. And it's a little hard to think about the fact that um, Ben Balor just got his title. Mm-hmm. And I would also love for Kyle to be NXT champ. Yeah. Um, so that's a little tough. Like, do I really want them to take the title so soon from Van Balor? But then, like, yes, I would love Kyle to be a champ. But I don't know. I'm st- I'm stuck in between. I'm not rooting for one man specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want them to take the title off of Finn because he just got the belt. You know, it's it's so fresh. But I also want Kyle. It's like okay, I that yeah. that's a champion, bro. But I don't think it's it's time to give it to Kyle yet. I think we could let, we could simmer a little bit with Kyle. We can have more matches in the future. And you know, Tommaso, well, Tommaso I, Ciampa and Gargano are still like technically in the picture. They Yeah, well, like my thing with Kyle is that, yeah, I guess they need to show exactly what this man can bring to the ring on his own because he's been in Undisputed Era ever since, I think, yeah, I think ever since his debut, he debuted with, damn, I don't remember. Yeah, I believe so, because that's when Adam Kobebe came in. So um, NXT fans that don't know Kyle before NXT need to see what he can bring to the ring. So you're right, maybe, not that he's not ready because he's 110% ready, but maybe the fans aren't ready to see him as champ yet. And like like we said, um, Finn Balor still needs more time with that belt. Oh, yes. But we know they're going to tear that house down oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> i'm so excited so good that's the popcorn match of the night yeah for sure 100 percent. i'm gonna be choking on the popcorn like oh, oh my god I can't believe <laughs> oh i'm not gonna be eating popcorn you know what let me just not eat popcorn <laughs> <laughs> let me just avoid that situation right now <laughs> restaurant also i'm gonna need your WWE network password so i can watch that oh yeah i got you restaurant okay restaurant, i got thank you, you on that Okay, rest friends. So Roman Reigns over the weekend had all the girls thirsty on Twitter, rest friend. I had never seen anything like this. Roman Reigns came out without a shirt. There was just a lot to process, a lot to look at. Um, I thought, okay, so this match was the main event, okay? This was the match that I turned <laughs> This out. was the main yes, event. Yes, this was the main event, okay? <laughs> I, I was speechless, rest friend. There was just pictures all up on the internet. He was doing some things in the ring. I can't even talk, rest friend. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so good. He's such a good heel. I really love him with Paul Heyman. He talks the talk, walks the walk. This is the heel that I think a lot of uh, fans have been waiting for because they hated Roman as a babyface. I loved Roman as a babyface, but a lot of people hated him. Because mm-hmm. they were like, no, 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 we don't want this. We don't want this. And a lot of people thought it was going to be like the John Cena, you know, where John Cena, they never turned him heel. And that's why everybody just hated him. But man, Roman was so good in this match restaurant. I think this is definitely building up to a WrestleMania match against The Rock. This is how, oh. yeah, this is how they're going to build it up, I think. Because, you know, the match was Jay versus Roman and Jimmy came out, res friend. I was like, what is happening? Why is Jimmy out here? Jimmy had the white towel and he's like, he was going to throw it in. And Jay uh, Jay was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. But um, he threw it in. He threw in the towel. He And I was like, no, this is going to ruin the family. This is now like going to be brother against brother against cousin. I was like, maybe this will lead to a triple threat match in like WWE's eyes. Like I was thinking how they would plan it maybe. Maybe a triple threat match in the future. But I think this is definitely building up towards WrestleMania against The Rock. Rest friend, I sent you that picture. <laughs> what were your thoughts about Roman? Um, You know what? I didn't think that picture, maybe wasn't doing it any justice from what you guys were watching on the show. Yeah. Because I do think Roman Reigns is a handsome man. Um, when I, like I've, I've mentioned this before, when I started watching wrestling again because of Sergio, he was my crush. This man, I was like, oh man, this man is gorgeous. Um, but then I got over that quickly. And then... You know, he left not so long ago. What was this in the beginning of COVID? Was it that he left or yeah. before that? Maybe a little bit. And more. then he came back and for some reason, this man was even more gorgeous mm-hmm. and he got new teeth, you know? So he, I was a man. Okay. I, I see what these girls are, are, you know, drooling over. And then after this weekend on Sunday, not only were the ladies thirsting over him, it wasn't only straight women, it was gay women. It was gay men and it was straight men thirsting over this man. Um, and I was like, whoa, what is going on? Because like I said, I wasn't watching this pay-per-view. So all of a sudden, my Twitter is just Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. All these people, like I said, women and men just t- talking about Roman Reigns. And I'm like, okay. And then that he didn't have his vest on. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and then I get on Instagram and my best friend sends me a screenshot of him. And she's thirsting over him as well. So... I figured it out real quick. It was, um, no one was mentioning anything about the match. They were talking about Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Nobody was even talking about storylines till after the whole match happened. But people were tweeting like, oh, my God, if you have a girlfriend and she loves wrestling, you better check on her because Roman is just throwing y'all out to the Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, man, what is going on? He He looks great. He's a great heel. Um, They they crowned him with flowers after the match. Um, I forgot exactly what they said that he was like something about the tribe. Maybe not. Maybe because he's Samoan. Yes. Um, Yeah. It was. Oh, my God. It's just great storytelling. Having the family involved. This is how you do the storyline. Please don't do the Mysterio. (laughs) Right. No. You know what? The Roman thing. This is the storyline that's told very well. How are they going to have a legend like Rey Mysterio? Why are they going to do that? But anyway, um, we already talked about that. Roman Reigns, I really hope they involve Tamina. You know how they're also related? Yes. I hope they bring out Tamina 
and just um, embraced their Samoan talent. Yeah. Like Roman Reigns, like Tamina, like the Usos, you know? We, I would love that. Oh, yeah. I would tune in for that if they bring back Tamina tune in and for do that. something with Involve her finally. Naomi, too. She part of that family, too. Like, let's go. Let's Absolutely. Go all of it. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm for it. But, um, restaurant, speaking of legends, there is, it's not a rumor anymore. Apparently, Rob Van Dam, according oh. to PW Insider, he is not, his contract with Impact is done. It's mm. done with. And there's been rumors oh, that and he has said that he wouldn't mind working with WWE again and with AEW. Oh. So how do you feel about that? How would you feel if Rob Van Dam came back to WWE? Not just for one appearance because he's been back for like a small appearance and I believe in the Royal Rumble was the last yeah. time he was there, I yeah. think. Um, but if he came back full-time or even part-time but for more than one appearance on WWE, how would you feel? Oh, I would love that. I, you know, I love to see all of the wrestlers that I grew up watching come back to WWE. I know that WWE is like sh super shitty, but like, that's what I watch. <laughs> you know, that's what I, I mean. I watch AEW yeah. now too, but like, there's something about going back to like where you started, like for me. And yeah. like, AEW is brand new. Like they could do so many things with Rob Van Dam. I do think that it would be a better suit for him because, you know, he's older. Um, he can still go in the ring. But, like, I feel like WWE is going to have him, like, do some dumb shit. Like, I already know this. Um, but if I watch Monday Night Raw one day and I hear one of a kind, like, it's over, restaurant. I'm like, Rob Van Dam. Like, Damn. Oh, my yeah. God, you know? <laughs> yeah. I know. You know what? I feel the opposite. Mm -hmm. I think he'd be, because he's older, he's better off in WWE. Yeah. Because in AEW, unless, they, unless in AEW he's going to be, like, Tully Blanchard, and Arn Anderson, where he's okay, he's not that old. I'm being kind of rude. He's not that old. <laughs> he's not like 60 years old, guy. <laughs> I'm so rude. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, he can still be in the ring, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit of time with WWE, just so that we can, you know, so our childhood so we can see him a little side. bit there. He could do half and half. He could do like a one, two year contract, you know. Um, yeah, I just don't know like what they would have him do like physically. I know right. AEW would probably be like, "What do you want to do?" You know, and WWE would be like, "All right, this is what you're doing." Right? Um, yeah, because his his storyline on Impact is a little crazy. I'm like, "What is?" I I'm not into it. No. I'm like, "What the heck is Me going either. on?" Um, him and his girl Katie Forbes are on TV freaking twerking and like being lovey-dovey and being extra horny. And, <laughs> just like, and Sammy Callahan the other day, did you see? Yes, Sammy Callahan. You know Sammy Callahan is great. With, um, damn it, what's that word? What is wrong with my brain right now? Making fun. Sammy Callahan mm. is great at making fun of his opponents. And it's a, it's a good storyline when it comes to like the funny part i guess yeah. or i don't know but i'm not really into rvd and kitty forest all, all up there on tv twerking making out and being horny <laughs> on tv but you know what do what you gotta do i guess yeah i mean <laughs> I, I don't know but i i would be excited for him to to be somewhere else if he just renews his stuff on impact i'm gonna be like oh my god what a waste <laughs> oh my god Miss friend i just remembered another impact star we were talking about this earlier you know we're gonna go back to like it reminds me of Alexa Bliss and how white women are just, I can't with them today. 
what what did Jordan Grace tweet restaurant? Oh my god, Jordan Grace. <laughs> and the only reason I saw this was because Marco retweeted it and quoted it. And you know, I, I love my man's Marco. Um, yeah. So Trisha Parker, who's known as Jordan Grace, um, she's like, why is it acceptable to talk negatively about someone's height? This is this not body shaming? Like you literally cannot control your height. <laughs> restaurant, what do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> the f I read it last night. I was in bed getting ready to, you know, to go to sleep. Yeah. And this bitch woke me the fuck up with this tweet. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, now I can't go back to sleep after reading this stupidity. I'm sorry, Jordan. I understand that she gets, you know, people always have to comment on her height because she's tiny. She's yeah. short. Um, and she's a thick short girl. So they're either going to comment on her height or how thick she is. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> bitch, height shaming? Are you <laughs> kidding me? I swear. What did I say earlier, Russ friend? No one complains more than short people. And, and then I said, nobody complains more than white women. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have Alexa Bliss talking this dumb shit and then saying... I was I was only trying to defend my ex or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, I cannot. Wait, but I, I died because Marco quoted that and is like, I actually eat a lot to keep my weight, my height down. <laughs> I was like, Marco, <laughs> shut up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot with him. Oh my god, return. I think on every episode we need a segment um, <laughs> about Twitter, the, about tweets, yeah? about what white women said. Um, <laughs> what, what can it be called today on? I don't know, but we need every week, every week that we record, we need something stupid that a white woman I said. I think we can, we can broaden it to some funny stuff that's on Twitter because like, oh my God, there's, I yeah, because there's, this there's shit is comical. Focus. Yes. Yeah. To, this shit is very comical. <laughs> Oh, height shaming, I cannot. All right, rest friends. This was all for today's podcast. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. It was a good one. Um, before this, me and Edie were, you know, we had our like our tiny meeting about what we were going to talk about. We were cracking up. I was like, nope, we got to leave this for the yeah. podcast. It's going to be great. Um, we always try to bring the cheese mate because, you know, that's what we're about. <laughs> um, but you guys already know what to do. Subscribe to our podcast if you're not subscribed, which if you're not, I know how you're listening. But <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube, Rest Friends. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Rest Friends. Um, you know, make sure to turn on that notification bell on YouTube so that you know when we upload. We're not uploading much because, like we said, COVID. But we're doing our best to come up with ideas. And when we do upload, you'll know when we upload. Yes. Um, always don't forget to like, comment. Go talk to us on Twitter. Go talk to us on Instagram. Um, I promise one day we'll get our shit together and forget that COVID is a thing and just um, bring you guys more content. <laughs> someday, someday, when our depression is not kicking our ass. <laughs> <laughs> one day, guys, one um, day. Thank you so much for Lo for always sending us her reports on Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. She's amazing. We love her so much. And rest friends. You guys have an amazing day. Yes, rest friends. We will see you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Bye. The next episodes of the Rest Friends podcast. Yes. <laughs> Bye.